Hey, I'm Cassie Lestifka, and I got next. You next up, and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next, and you up next. Keep the queens go hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't settle for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flesh. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. SLT Nation! Welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right. We're searching far and wide and we're finding rising stars in our communities, individuals who are doing amazing things and accomplishing big dreams and today is colder than a polar bear's toenails that's right ladies and gentlemen we're going to ohio northern where this up and coming program is making some noise and they got one of the coolest staffs and one of the coolest assistant coaches as we got cash rules everything around me cream cassie <laughs> coach you laughing a lot. you can't laugh coach i'm having too much fun coach Lestivka in the building. How you doing today, Coach? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Hey, we excited to have you, Coach. It's time, it's time we, you know, everybody know all these power five schools and all these, you know, these big, these big ESPN type schools. But it's time we we get to the real, right? We're talking about the opportunity for kids to keep playing, keep their dreams alive, get a great education. We're going to talk about it today, though. We're going to put y'all on some heat today. So get ready. Go grab your scarf because it's about to get cold. I am your host, the mouth of the South B. Jones, the OG all thing Louisiana will put your L's up for me, folks. Mr. Yeet is in the building, and I'm rocking alongside my brother from another mother, my partner in crime, the choir storm. The head coach KT. Ken, how you feeling today, man? I'm feeling great, B. Jones. I wish it was cold here. Good grief. This Texas weather is ridiculous. But B. Jones, I'm ready to turn up. We got a dope coach on. Let's go, man. Hey, we got a dope one for y'all today. So buckle up. This is going to be a banger. We got a good story for y'all. Y'all finna find out like, hey, it ain't for everybody to play. Sometimes people recognize early in their career that uh, that they want to do something and impact lives. So we're going to tell y'all that story today. But before we do so, we got to pay the bills, Cass. Is that, are you okay with that? Can we get, can, can, ONO, can ONU show us some love? Can the Polar Bear Nation show us a little? All right, so check this out. Polar Bear Nation, this is what we need from you. Just real quick. It won't cost you a penny. We need you to, on the count of three, I'm a hoot and holler, and we need you to smash that subscribe button. Why? Because that little action goes so far. It's so it's so paramount in helping us to continue growing this network and this platform. And I'm telling y'all, big things are popping and little things are stopping. You hear me? We doing it major and we need you and we want you to be a part of this journey with us. So on the count of three, O-N-U, Ohio Northern. Are y'all ready? Let's go. One, two, three. 
three. Ooh. Welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. That's right. We don't do fans. We don't do followers. We do 100% family. And we mean that with a passion. So listen, if you just smash that subscribe button as your new play cousin, let me know down in the comments. Leave me a fire emoji, a polar bear emoji. I don't care. Let me know so we can give you a proper introduction to the Sports Life Talk Nation and call you out. Because I don't know why, Kevin. I feel like it's just dings going on everywhere in my head. Ding, 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 ding. Just feel like we getting. I can't even sleep. All these subscriptions coming in. All these people that want to be a part of something positive. All right, Coach. Here we go. It is that time. The moment of truth. You can't. We got to get to know you, the person, before we get to know you as a coach. So, welcome to the Sports Life Talk initiation. All right, Coach. To initiate you into the SLT family, got to give us your top five music artists. All right, top five. I'm a 90s kid, so I was born in 92, so I saw the little hip-hop and slash music, so I got to go a little bit 90s. So I'm going Jay-Z, Lauryn Hill, Nipsey, um, DMX, and ooh, did I list four? That's four. Uh, you know what? Currently, Russ. I was like, you was about to have an ultimate... Uh, old school playlist going on right there. Tell me about Russ, though. T tell me about this I'm, Russ. I'm a you know about Russ? No, I don't know about Russ. Russ. I'm a big fan of Russ. Uh, I love his Me You song because there's a verse in there. It was like, thank you for everyone that shut the door on me. Because of you, I did it myself, so it means more to me. And like, the first time I heard that, like, it hit hard for me. I was like, oh, I, I, I can dig this. So I Coach, like it's on my workout though. playlist and everything. <laughs> Coach, you spit that bar out. Did you say thank you for shut the door on me because I did it my way? It means much more to me. Hey, coach, I like that. I'm about to check that Russ out. Yeah, B Jones, he drops a CD like every year, man, because he's doing it his, his own stuff. So he's oh, pretty okay, good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Kevin, you know what the time is. You know what the moment is. You gotta you gotta assign some numbers. You gotta give us give her roses, man. So what are we doing? Like, coach, we like to rank everybody's top five, and the highest you can get is five. But there's no way with a list like that I can give you anything less than five. I mean, she's been coaching for eight years, B. Jones, but I don't even think that's enough. So give her 10. Don't give her 10. See, we play it safe with the 10, Coach, because we got a limit. Because if we give out too much money, then the lights will go out and then the show in. So we got wiggle room now, B. Jones. We got wiggle room now. All right, so who is your favorite superhero and why? So my favorite superhero is I'm a big uh, Marvels fan. So I could probably name every Marvel's character. That's probably my favorite. But I do like to stay with like the empowering of the women and everything like that. Captain Marvel. Uh, I actually really like the movie. Um, I just liked her leadership and everything like that. But to be on the fun side, if I could be a superhero, I would be Elastigirl from Incredibles because I'm five six and I can't reach the top shelf in our stores. Like I gotta get this the standing stool to reach our top shelf in our storage closet. So, so like you, I would be you, her just so I could reach things. But you're not going to believe this, Coach. Not going to believe this. For the second time in one day, we've had another person that said that. Was she short? Uh, you know what? I don't know. But the Rice University head coach, I don't know if she's short, but that's no, not. She's, not the, she's about 5'8". Five, eight eight? Yeah. That was always my dream height. Like, I always wanted to be 5'8", and I ended up being 5'6". <laughs> dream, dream, dream height was two inches five, taller. Eight. Like, yeah, I was so close, I y'all. Hey, my sophomore year when we did our physical, I lost half an inch. They came in, they're like, oh, you're 5'6". Freshman year, I was 5'6 and a half. I was like, you can't tell me that. I need every, like, centimeter to me to play college basketball. So, like, That's you right. can't tell me I'm 5'6". So, yeah, I'd be Elastigirl just so I could reach things. And, like, my workouts, I don't have to jump to do, like, pull-ups or anything. I'd actually just reach and pull myself up. So, 
There we go. All right. So since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? It wouldn't probably match it, but I would definitely go uh, Are You Entertained by Ross and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay. Now, I know you know Ed Sheeran. You know who he is. I know B. Jones. Uh, yeah, I know Ed Sheeran. Come on, okay. now. No, no, I'm just trying to say, I know you knew him. I'm just saying, I know you don't know Russ. I tried to hit that. Yeah, I don't know Russ. Now, I ain't for the front. I ain't for the line on, on the set. No, I don't know Russ, but I know. Well, yeah, yeah Russ is a nice little vibe, man. He has his own style, so just check it out. All right, Coach, so if you could shadow anyone for a week and learn from them, they could be either dead or alive, who would it be and why? I got two. Uh, one, I think, is my personal goat, uh, who ended up actually passing away, but it's Pat Summit. Um I think she just did things the right way by her kids, by her community, just the way she was as a person, not even just a coach, just the way she was as a person, as a, as a female, as an advocate for women's basketball. Um, I would definitely want to shadow her and just learn more from her. Uh, currently, uh, definitely Dawn Staley. Um, mm. She's doing things the right way. And what she stands for beyond basketball is tremendous. And she's not afraid to speak about it which I think is admirable. Um, and just the way she gets her kids to buy in. And I'm a big WNBA fan. So to see how her players have transitioned and like they did an interview with Asia Wilson and like, she's like, Dawn helps us get that like pro mindset. Like I know who's supposed to be in my circle, my daily routine. Like I'm thinking like a pro and the way that she gets her players to do that. I mean, it's tremendous. All right. So what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? Um, my biggest thing is communication. Um, I think, especially when we look back at the pandemic, I think there was a lot of misinformation because of lack of communication channels. And I think just basketball, but even sports in general, teaches you the importance of how communication can basically help transcend things. Like it can either lack of communication is chaos. There's so much confusion is chaos. When you have a channel of communication the right way, good things happen. So I think that's just something that I've been able to take with me when it's either recruiting, uh, just simply talking to people in general. Um, I think basketball has really taught me the importance of communication and doing it the right way. So could Cassie the Hooper play for Cassie the coach? Um, I, I want to say yes, um, because me as a coach, I wear my enthusiasm on my sleeve. So I'm like the assistant coach that likes to fist pump and jump off my seat and everything I have to try to restrain myself from going on the court um so I think my later years yes my early years I was a bit on the quiet side so it took some to get out of me but I, I think player cast could play for coach cast all right so B and I we're going to produce a movie centered around you the one thing we're missing is a lead actress who should we get to play you in the story of your life <sighs> Melissa McCarthy no, I don't see that one. I, I've, I, so I would have to, I'll have to show you after the show, but I actually dressed up as her from Bridesmaid and I look <laughs> like her, like facial wise. Like I dressed and there, it was crazy. So, like, from a person standpoint, even though like we don't quite look the same, um, I think she's just outgoing and funny and the way she enjoys life. Um, that's try to how I approach my daily stuff is just trying to find joy in the moments every day. So, from that perspective, or Anne Hathaway. I do like Anne Hathaway. Okay, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I'll stick by. I don't know if y'all watch uh, Scandal. Did y'all watch not Scandal? Yeah, Scandal. Mm -hmm. You know the young lady, the, the brunette, the dark haired lady. You kind of yeah, remind I don't me remember of her. her yeah. name. I know who oh, you're talking about. Oh, Quinn. Quinn. Yes. Yep. So I was going with Quinn. I like that one, Gabe. I like too. that one too. I do like that one too. It's been a while since I've watched Scandal, but yeah, I, I, I see what you're talking about now. 
We can afford a Quinn too. We can afford Quinn, yeah. And Hathaway. I don't think we can get her. Goodness. Come on, coach. I told you we're gonna be broke. All right. So when we come to Ohio Northern University, check y'all out. What is that one food spot that B. Jones and I we simply have to go to that gets your stamp of proof? Tavern 101. Tell us a little bit about Tavern it. Tavern 101. Yeah, you gotta sell um, those ones. It's a local uh, pub in town. Great breakfast food. Uh, we actually go there sometimes on Saturdays before our, our like either home games or if we have enough time on travel to pregame and we'll get their breakfast food. So it's locally owned. Um, actually, one of my former teammates married into the family that owns it. So it, it has some it's a small town. So to be able to have like a local place like that, that brings a lot of people together from the campus itself and also the townies, I think it's, it's a solid spot. So how are the pancakes? How are the pancakes? I Our kids love the chocolate chip pancakes. Like they are very like, they get their chocolate chip pancakes. I'm big on the French toast. So I've, I'm a fan of their Hey, I, I love them all. So uh, <laughs> you, you got me sold. Yeah, that, yeah, Kevin, sign up. What is it called? The Tavern? Tavern 101. Tavern 101. Let's go back to the basics, baby. Let's go. I'm ready. All right. So if you hit that subscribe button or thinking about doing so, please do leave us your top five music artists, your theme song, and your favorite superhero in the comments. And finally, go to our website, sltugotnext.com, to learn more about us and our You Got Next family members. Now, allow me to reintroduce our newest play cousin, Cass to the show so b jones go ahead and take it away brother cash rules everything around me let's go cash welcome to the sports life talk family this is super exciting like i said uh it's, it's very rare we get somebody that likes to come on here and talk about and bring in that energy but uh you ain't just did you get it naturally or, or, or where did this energy come from i think it, it was developed over time um i think especially when I got the later in my high school and entered college being a little bit more uncomfortable and starting to like speak a little bit more and then find be, be able to like just find joy in the simple things. I'm like, if you can't have fun just doing the simple stuff, like it's just, there's, it's just going to be boring. You're just going through the day to day. Um, so I realized like the energy that you bring enhances the environment that you're around. So I actually have, I'm like on my board, I have a quote behind me. That says the energy that you bring every day shouldn't enhance your workplace environment and your team environment. So like for me, that's important. So I know when I walk into our office, I'm fist pumping the, the coaches that are in here. I'm saying good morning. I'm making sure my energy when I walk in and see our players is high. So like it needs to, I don't know. I, I just felt like if my energy can enhance the environment, then it's just going to be a fun day. That's right. That's right. I love it. So take us back to the beginning. Now, you, call, you you born and raised in Cincinnati or where, where are you originally from? So funny story. I was actually born in Orlando, Florida. Okay. Um, but my family, my mom, and my dad, their whole families lived in Ohio. So I didn't even get to experience the Florida life. They moved me when I was two. So I don't really have much recollection <laughs> of Orlando, um, which is probably why I can't tan now. So like I didn't I didn't get that uh, ability. I burned too easily. Um, but we ended up moving to Mason, Ohio, which is a suburb of Cincinnati. Um, grew up there. I ended up going to Mount Notre Dame High School um, in Cincinnati. So MND, a lot of great players that have come from there. KK Bransford, who's in uh, playing at Notre Dame. Gabby Marshall, from, who's at Iowa. I actually coached against her when I was a high school coach. Um, so it, it was filled with a lot of talent. I even back in my four years, I went. I was there from two thousand. 
2007 to 2011, if I did the math right. Um, and like the game was different. I was surrounded by a lot of talent, um, which helped me because I was more of a role player. Like I wasn't a superstar. I was that role player that was going to come in every day, do what I needed to do to help the team be successful in any way possible. Um, and that's where I kind of got my stint. So I learned from being surrounded by a lot of great players of what it takes. Um, ended up being recruited at the Division three level, um, which is at Ohio Northern University. Never heard of Ada, Ohio. Like, I knew where Finley was. I had kind of heard of Lima, but I was like, I have no idea where Ada is. And it was just a small town smack dab in the middle between Finley and Lima. And I got to campus. And after my night visit, I, I wanted to commit right then and there. Um, it felt like a second home in a sense. Like I was two hours away from my family, which was perfect distance. Um, the team was amazing. The coaching staff was amazing. But like I said, the campus just gave me a big campus feel without feeling I, like I was just a number walking around. Like you get that sometimes at your big schools where like you got classes where you're with a hundred other people. Like I was a sport management major with maybe 10 other people in my class. Um, and so it just felt like home. I loved my four years here. Um, unfortunately, like after my sophomore season, what kind of got me into coaching was I had to have two ankle surgeries after my sophomore year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had never thought about coaching. Like I went to sport management. I wanted to work with the Reds or the Bengals. I'm a big Bengals fan. So who day, um, I know they lost in, I know they lost in the Super Bowl and everything like that. So we'll, we'll live with it. But like, that was my dream was like, I wanted to work in like the front office of a professional sports organization. Um, and so my surgeries ended up being a blessing in disguise for me. Our coach wanted me to still be a part of the program. She asked me to be a student assistant coach. I was like, yeah, sure. Like I just, I just want to be a part of the program, uh, still be around my teammates and everything like that. And I fell in love with it. Um, I loved being on the sideline. I loved learning from our coaching staff at the time. Um, and I never knew what she meant when she had told me as a player that I saw the game as a coach, like I never knew what she meant by that. And then when I transitioned to the sideline, I got, Oh, now I get it. Um, so it ended up being really a blessing in disguise for me. Um, and it allowed you to start your career two years a little bit earlier. Right. So correct. you got a two year jump start on everybody else I had to go through that. Hey, I can't make the W or I'm tired of going overseas. You, you jump straight into the, into the fire. Right. And, 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 yeah. and got that baptism right there and there. Yeah, so I, like, being a student assistant coach was awesome. Like, I got to see the day-to-day -day of our assistant coach, see what our head coach does, the recruiting process, just what their schedule looks like, um, and also dabble in a little bit of, like, player development, working with our head coach in the guard station. So I got a small taste of it, and then when I graduated, um, I went to grad school, was able to finish my master's in a year at Ohio University. And at the time, uh, there was no GA spot open, so... I ended up volunteering at a JUCO school, Hawking College, um, that's nearby, and they had never had athletics before. So, like, we're talking start a program from scratch. The head coach and I are walking around campus looking for people that looked taller, athletic. Like, could, they probably never played basketball. I'm like, oh, you look at least like an athlete. Do you want to play? Uh, we had open tryouts for kids that had, like, a year or two of high school experience. So that experience itself was eye-opening because I had never started a program from scratch before or at least assisted in that. So I learned the ins and outs of budgeting, recruiting, travel planning, meal planning, um, player development because like we had some kids that had never touched a ball before. Um, and I know Hawking's off 
doing well right now. Uh, I try to follow a little bit. I know the head coach when I was there isn't coaching with them anymore, but like to be able to have that opportunity to start a program from scratch was awesome. And then fast forward, I dabbled at the high school level. I got to an opportunity to coach at a Division three high school in Cincinnati, Purcell Marion, who's I, a really great high school. They actually have D. Alexander, who's playing for the USA, I think U16 team. Going to be a top recruit, like she already is. Got a bunch of Power 5 offers. So Jamar's doing great over there. But he gave me an opportunity. He was coming from the boys' side. It was his first year coaching on the girls' side. I wasn't coaching at the time. Um, I interviewed. We both had like the same energy. He was really enthusiastic. Like I love. Like that was the one thing when he offered me. I'm like yes, because he was just he was he wore his enthusiasm on his sleeve. He allowed me to be myself. Like he didn't try to hold me back or anything like that. And it was a great experience. We ended up um, winning our first league title in the program history at the school. Made district finals for the first time in like 15 or 16 years. So had a great start at there. And then I got offered. Um, that following season to be a division one head JV coach and assistant varsity coach at Mercy Macaulay high school um, who actually, it was kind of similar to Hawking college in a sense. It was two separate high schools that merged into one. So the only difference was we had players that had experience. So we didn't have to really start from scratch, but like I loved my three years as a high school coach. And I always say my three years at the high school level made me a better college coach. Um, because I think I got to really hone in on player development. I got to really teach the game from like the ground up. Um, and there's just so much more appreciation for that level too of like, you're not getting, you're getting a stipend. Like you're not really getting paid full time. You're working another job to do something that you love to do. Wow. Like, and so like, I absolutely loved my three years there. Um, had great years at the high school level. I coached AAU too, uh, starting out there, um, which I loved. I think that's how I got some connections at the college level too, that networking opportunity, just meeting other coaches at a variety of levels. And then fast forward, uh, I took a, a chance. Sometimes you got to trust your gut instinct. Um, the summer of 2020, I resigned from my position at Mercer McCauley because I felt like I was ready to go back to the college level. And then COVID hit. And it's the pandemic and no one really knows what's going on. And everyone's calling me crazy because like, why would you resign? You're like, you don't have a job lined up. That's a big risk of we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, right, right. you might not even get to coach. And I'm like, I, I feel ready. Like, there's just something about it. Like, I feel ready. Um, and an opportunity opened up at Wilmington College and I got hired um, as a full time assistant. So I got to be back actually coaching in the conference that ONU is in. So I got to coach against my alma mater. Um, but getting the first year back at the college level was COVID. So now I'm like, I'm trying to navigate how to coach in pandemic. So I'm like my, I've loved my coaching journey so far because the amount of like challenges and new things faced, I think have allowed me to grow as a person and as a coach and allowed me to see things in a different perspective. Um, so I spent two years at Wilmington college. Um, and again, I got a new experience. My second year at Wilmington, uh, our head coach had told me that she was pregnant in the summer. She was due November 30th. Well, that meant I had to be the acting head coach for eight weeks. (laughs) I had never been the head coach at the college level. So like a whole new experience. Um, I was really fortunate to have a lot of other fellow coaches in the athletic department help me because again, I'm like, you think my story is crazy, but leading up to the first game, which was against Earlham, after Thanksgiving, 
I found out that our part-time assistant had to have his gallbladder removed. So he was going to be out a week and a half, two weeks. So I'm on my own. Um, so our volley, the head volleyball coach at the time actually came to a couple away games to help me keep stats. Um, we went back from the part-time assistant from the year before and asked him, like, he was teaching full-time. So I'm like, hey, if you have a couple, like, just openings, could you come to a couple games and practices to help? But, like, I was practice planning by myself, scouting by myself, um, film breakdown by myself, on top of having to do all my assistant coaching duties. So recruiting, um, player development, having to check in with our kids. So it was a whole different, like, fire I was thrown into. And um, it is – and I know people say, but it is different when you move from the assistant coach to 12 inches over to the next chair. Like, I, I'm – I give tremendous respect to head coaches because I got to experience that a little bit with some lack of resources. So like hats off to every head coach of whatever your journey is or story is, because like it is different when you move 12 inches over. Um, but yeah. And then I got the job opened up at ONU and I applied right away. Like I told Mark, I was like, I want to come back home. Came um, home. Yep. I came home. That's what everyone told me, except here's the funny thing. When I got hired, and they gave me my ID. It says student card. Like it doesn't oh. say faculty or staff. I'm like, I know I'm an alumni, so I, I had to get it changed. But I thought it was the funniest thing because they're like, "Oh, you graduate from here?" I'm like, "Yeah, in 2015." I was like, "I'm not a student anymore unless you point put points on my card, and I can use that." Yeah, That's right. Great. You over there at the meal? The meal? You got a meal card? Oh, yeah, gonna... I'll go to the Mac and use my points and swipes. Yeah. Like, Let me go to this Chick Fil A. Yeah, <laughs> Coach. Well, speaking about being thrown in the fire, we're gonna step off the hardwood for a second. Because it's very rarely I get to talk to a human being that's willing to propel themselves out of a plane 40,000 feet in, in the air and come down wearing their college paraphernalia. Coach, what is are you are you are you a man woman coach? You jumping out of airplanes? What's going on, coach? Talk to us about skydiving. Well, I will say skydiving was it's a 10 out of 10 experience, and I'm someone that's afraid of heights. Um but the funny thing was, it was a joke between our point guard, who's a fifth year now. She's a pharmacy major, so she gets the opportunity to come back for her fifth year. Um, had a great senior season this year, All-American, like great player, great person. But she goes skydiving for fun in the summer with her family. So when I got hired at ONU, I was trying to build relationships with the roster. So I'm calling our kids, just getting to know them, how asking them how their summer's going and everything like that. And she had told me, Brenda told me that she's going skydiving. I was like, oh, like I would never go skydiving. Like you're crazy. Like I'm not trying to fall 13,000 feet out of the air strapped to somebody else. Like I have, I'm a perfectionist. So like I had like having some control. I have no control over that situation. Um, and she was like, okay, well, like if we went OAC, you gotta go skydiving. And I guess it was meant to be because we were, we were OAC, OAC regular season champs, OAC tournament champs, and then we make it to the NCAA tournament. So I was like, oh, so I, I guess I, and I didn't realize, I like, I forgot the rest of the season until we won the conference championship and I'm holding the ladder with her for our players to go up and cut the net down. And uh, someone walked by and was like, hey, Coach Cass, um, when are you scheduling your skydiving trip? And I was like, uh, hey, you, you was up there with this, you like, huh? I was like, what? Excuse me? I, uh, I was like, I, I forgot about that. And I'm like. Oh, you I, were serious? You were serious? You were serious? I was like, I was like, I'm like, oh, like we're actually supposed, I'm, a, I'm supposed to do that. So 
I'm like, I kept debating about it. And then our kids kept joking me about with it over the spring. Like, are you going to go skydiving? Are you going to go like, no, yes. And I was looking up places in Ohio and shout out to Arrow Ohio Skydiving in Ashland. Very professional place. It's like, it's 4.9 stars, like high end. Um, I had my full faith and trust when I got there. Cause everything, oh, they, walk, everything yeah. they walk through, like they get you to the hangar and you're watching them like pack their parachute and everything. And I'm like, okay, like at least I get to see their routine. So I feel a little bit more comfortable. The worst part was though, like we get up into the plane I find out that I'm the first person to jump because I'm the only one that did the video package. So I'm like, Oh, I, I don't even get to see anyone else jump first. I got to go. Um, and we get up to 13,000 feet. They're opening the door and they're looking out and there's no holes in the clouds. So we have to come back down and land and wait to see if it clears up. So I'm already up. I'm like, Oh no no no! This? See, we would hit that ground out and be like, "Well, it was good. It was nice knowing y'all." I gave it. A, I gave. I tried. I yeah. tried. But clearly, the Lord said that it wasn't meant for me. Well, that's the funny part. So, like eight to eight to ten minutes passed. They're like, "Oh yeah, hey, it cleared up. Like, let's go." So we're rushing to get back on, and like my nerves had went away because I was like, "Well, I'm, I've already been up thirteen thousand. Right, so right. Like, all right, let's do this." And there was no countdown or anything like that. But I will say. Not to sound cheesy or anything like that, but it was a really cool, like, gross moment for me because, like I said, I'm very perfectionist and I'm learning to how to be adaptable. So for me to kind of throw myself into something that was uncomfortable that I had no control over was really, like, eye-opening to me um, to do that kind of throughout my life. And I'm a big reader, so, like, I'm reading a book that's kind of about, like, doing stuff like that. So I will probably maybe in the future go again, but I will say it was a 10 out of 10 experience and I get to check that off my bucket list so all y'all recruits that's talking to coach Cass, it is time for you to take that leap of faith you hear me because uh we're gonna take you on a wild ride now i like when well, you going down that's one thing because you know i rode a roller coaster and i know you get that feeling in your gut you get that like hey you know like your stomach in your socks is that what's happening to you the whole time while you coming down so actually no so when you free fall depending on how high you go so like one of our players had skydived too she was 15,000 feet so her free fall was a minute long being at 13,000 feet it was only 30 seconds and I can't like I there were so many different type of words I wanted to say when I fell out but I couldn't get them out because like it was just sucking air and you're falling 240 miles per hour so Job, like please. yeah like you're free falling 240 miles per hour like down <laughs> um and then like he releases um the shoot that allows you to slow down a little bit yeah yeah and enjoy it and enjoy I got a little you. bit of it um but you can't really like speak or get anything out but i didn't get that like stomach feeling um and then when you hit five thousand, he releases a parachute and then it's like a two minute float which the view was amazing like being yeah. able to kind of float and see it i was like oh this is awesome let me see let me steer it with him a little bit and i'm like all right you take control because i'm not trying to put us in any trees or anything <laughs> like that <laughs> you know and you you plan but that's the part that scares me the most the land I've oh, heard of landing? people breaking their ankles. I've heard of people getting messed up on them landings. I will say they did a really good job of like, we do a practice landing type thing while we're floating of like, hey, we're going to do a practice of this is how you need to get your feet up. I'm like, oh, perfect. So we did a practice thing. And then when we got closer, he's like, okay, I'm going to count down from three, two, one. And then I'm going to tell you to put your legs up. I'm like, okay, perfect. So he gave me a countdown. So I knew exactly when to put my legs up. So I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Landing was perfect. 
How do you got to tell that story, Coach? <laughs> how many people? How many people like myself who ain't going nowhere near the thirteen thousand feet job? We want to know. We want to live vicariously through you. How do you? <laughs> hey, it's an experience. I give it ten out of ten. Anyone, if you ever want to do skydiving, Arrow, well, Ohio, and Ashland. Let's go back to the groundwork here because uh, you got a unique set of skills. You coached high school, you coached AAU, and now you're coaching college. And it's all kind of been a part of your amazing skill sets that make you uniquely who you are, right, Coach Cash? But but with that being said, I, me and Kevin, we've been a part of this AAU world for this summer, and it is a different type of world. You being an AAU coach and then transitioning to a college coach, do you think that's a that's something that, that understanding the 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 I don't want to call it the uh, the perspective, but I, it's it's something about it's almost like a performance that these young ladies at the age of 14, 15, to sixteen, and seventeen are going through because they going out there and they perform. I mean, like literally, you look around the courts and it's D one, D two, D. It's coaches everywhere, and they are literally performing. The opportunities that they don't they don't get on Tuesdays and Friday nights in their own gym. So it's a it's a much different level of intensity. Uh, you playing with the, mostly another great players, right? There are no kids who just made the roster. So do you think that that having that experience helps you to kind of maneuver through the recruiting grounds of the AAU tournament? And also, does it help you to communicate with the parents, right? You, hey, I know what 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 Cassandra is going through and, and what Naomi's going through. So, can you? Does it help you to relate with the parents and the families more? I, I would say both, um, especially because you understand the grind that they're going through um, of having to play. Like I said, with the the Louisville schedule, like if you're playing at eight a.m. and then you don't play again till that nine twelve game or that eight o'clock night game and your body's hurting or you're playing like an hour in between, like you, you understand the exhaustion that some of these kids are going to be feeling when they get to day two, day three. And I always try to recommend when I get to talk to parents and the perks, the perks of division three is we're allowed to speak to kids once they're done competing. So like I can tell kids like, Hey, you, you played great. I know you might be frustrated, but like, oh. I, like I understand, like you've played two games, back to back or you've played two or three games today that championship game like I know you're going to be tired you're going to be mentally uh, exhausted like it's okay to not play perfect like I want to see are you able to enjoy it are you able to kind of push through it a little bit and then you get to talk to parents that sometimes you don't get to talk to on the phone um like there's sometimes that recruits will allow their parents to be on the phone and I'm okay with it like I'm like I don't care if parents hop on the phone call like I want to talk to you too um, it's a deal package. Like we're recruiting families. Um, so I think I get a, a clear understanding of both and kind of just what the parents are sacrificing to, to be there. Um, cause it, it's not cheap to come to these tournaments. Like it's not. Um, so, you know, you're paying for parking, you're paying for a weekend pass, like not even a day pass. You're paying an arm and a leg for a weekend pass to see your kid compete for four games. Like I, I understand what the parents are sacrificing. Cause you know, I, AAU we tell our we talk to our parents all the time when we were there like we understand it and we our players we told our players thank your parents after every game that you play um, every game every game like it doesn't matter if you have two games that day or three games that day after every game go thank your parents because you know they, they're bringing you down here they're helping feed you they're helping maybe feed the entire team maybe you got that team parent that's doing a lot of things for the entire team um and just being able to thank your teammates too for um just competing hard, trying to play like a team. But it, I think the AAU being able to coach in that 
and see what it's like. Cause it changed when I played AAU, like it's a completely different world right now. Um, so to be able to kind of translate to both and understand where the players are coming from and especially where the parents are coming from. Hey, well, coach, you super awesome. I, I can tell, I don't know what the future holds. And I, I know we ask you a little bit behind close, but Hey, somebody, this, this is a star. This is a star below me. Y'all better, y'all better snatch this young lady up and get that program ripping and running before it, uh, before it get too late, before she on the sideline over there with Kim Monkey or something. All right. <laughs> Coach Cassie, here we go. Welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show where, where Kevin and I, we, we go, we do a little bit of one-on-one and you are now officially calling them the shots. All right. This is our version, the sports life talk version of would you rather or this or that. Now, have you ever played would you rather before? I have played would you rather before. It's been a while, but I have played. All right, well, here we go. So the rules are very simple, Sports Life Talk Nation. We're about to make a couple of p- pitches to Coach. Coach will select one of those pitches. Whichever host she selects, that host gets the point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. And uh, since I am number one, two is not a three is not a one, and two nobody remember. All right, here we go. However the song go, I can't remember. Kevin know what I'm talking about because I'm the champion right now. That's all I need to be said. I'm number one. Here we go. Why you just didn't say that instead of messing up a a great lyric by Nelly? How about that? Go ahead. You go. Do your thing, man. Let's go. (laughs) I'm sorry, Nelly. I'm sorry, man. Hey, he gave it his all on that lyric, man. Hey, he, hey, he I M, number one. Three is not a one or a two. Yeah, Wait, two nobody two remembers. Nine. Yeah, no, you had two it, man. Two nobody remembers and three. Yeah. No, you had it right, B. Jones. Just let it go. I'll say it after I win this one. So let's go. <laughs> I, w- I wish you would. I wish you would. Oh, oh, my. All right, here we go, coach. All right, here we go. Round number one. All right, would you rather... Now, we, we fast-forwarding time, okay? We fast-forwarding time. You know, I already worked for Kim Mulkey. Now you're on your way to coaching your own team. <laughs> I don't want to just randomly throw out of school because somebody's going to be like, how he just going to dismiss me out of my position? But now you're coaching whatever school your dream school is. And uh, you hire that student GA. Nobody know it. They ain't coached nowhere before. That student GA goes on under your tutelage to win numerous games, wins a ring, and they credit it all to you for being their mentor. Or coach a player that you recruited that nobody wanted. They didn't give him a chance. And they make it to the Basketball Hall of Fame, and then their speech tells you they wouldn't be there without you. Definitely got to go with the player. Mm, you, you're being generous, huh? Well, I mean, I, I, can, I can understand. She said she definitely that. She said it with conviction, KT. Sometimes okay. when they hit me hard, I got to get them. All right, here we go. Round two. Would you rather travel the world hosting your own food show on ESPNW where you and your the coaching staff interview college coaches as they take you to their favorite places to eat in the towns that they coach in? Or, or would you rather have Netflix come into Ada, Ohio? And film a three seasons at ONU, following you, the staff, the players, and telling the incredible journey of the polar bears. That one's a tough one because I'm a huge foodie, but our <laughs> kids love Netflix. Oh, I'm gonna have to go with Netflix one. Yeah, I was getting nervous for a second. I was like, man, come on. Uh, that man. was a tough one though because I'm such a foodie. Like I, I love different. Oh. That one broke my heart a little bit. 
Now, Kevin, my, it broke my heart too. How about that? It's, it's about to bust some else in a second because uh, I, I, I ain't pulling no punches today, Kevin. I got some heat for you, so be ready. All right, coach. So, Kevin and I are big time sneakerheads. And uh, I don't know if, if you've ever checked out our Wednesday night show, but we go live every Wednesday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. And part of that show is sports, but we also talk about the life stuff, right? We talk fashion, pop culture, entertainment, food, the whole nine. And I do a segment called The drop in which i talk about new sneakers because i'm a sneakerhead i love sneakers so before the show kevin and i we went in our arsenal of sneakers and we said hey we got to pick a pair of shoes out that we think represents coach cast as well as the onu nation right polar bad nation so on the count of three we need you to say hold that sneaker and we're going to show our sneakers up on the screen and whichever one you select will not only win round three but will ultimately win this game and be crowned in glory all right all right i'm ready so here we go on the count of three. Three, two, one. Hold that sneaker. I already know you got the school color, so it's going to be kind of hard to beat you. I had to go with these polar, these official polar bears, man. I know. Those are nice. Those are nice. Those are nice. I got to go with the low tops, so. though. Ah! I got to go with the low tops, so. I, I will say. I got to go with the low tops. Coach, I, I got, bitches, you got the hot top. I, I got the mids. I got the mids. Okay, you got but, the mids. But I have, I think, five pairs of lows. So, like, I the I have to go with the lows. And I am number one. Two is not a number. Three, nobody remembers. That's what it is. It's two, nobody remembers. Three, you know, whatever. But I am number one. Thank you, Coach. Ah! Yes. I mean, you go. both got to go practice your Nelly lyrics. I know. Normally, no, I normally say it right, but I don't know. It's just, I won. It's all that matters, coaching. Oh, it's because of you. Thank you. Two is not a winner, and three, nobody remembers. There we go. Hey, so coach, who, who is y'all rivals? <laughs> who do y'all... <laughs> We got rivals, so I can pull their sneakers out and know which game I need to come to. No, I'll just, I'll just mess with you. I will you say the highs were nice. I love that you. No, put out the, don't, don't try. No, know, don't, don't do try that, to, coach. But the orange and black was a nice touch. The orange and black was a nice touch. Yeah, I, I delved deep in the clouds. I was all bragging to my wife too. I was like, "Baby, I got some heat for Kevin. I'm about to go win this episode." She <laughs> wild highs. I, yeah, yeah. Oh God, coach, I can't believe you. Oversell it a little bit. All right. Coach, the title of the show, Sports Life Talks, you got next. And we're here all because we want to know about your future, your direction. We accomplished what you, we talked about what you've done in the past and how we got to this point. But if you had to draw your vision board, right? You had to wake up tomorrow and put everything out on paper. In your own words, describe that vision board to, to Sports Life Talk Nation. What's up for Coach Cass? So uh, one goal of mine, even when I got to be a student assistant, was I always aspired to be a Division One assistant coach. Um at some point in my career. Like I'm not in a rush to get there because I know, and it's that old quote, like be where your feet are. Um, and that still stands, but ultimately like, I just want to be coaching at a place where I'm able to have a positive impact and a positive influence on young women. Um, that's my ultimate goal. Like, I don't care what level it is anymore. Like I just want to be able to do what I love to do and be able to have that impact on others. So if it ends up being a, that aspect, that goal of being a division one assistant, great, but like being able to be here and be able to have the impact that I've had on our kids and they have the impact that I, they've had on me. I mean, it's been tremendous. So 
if it's five years down the road, 10 years down the road, we'll see. But just to be able to still stay in the college level and have that type of influence. Coach, we went a little bit long. And we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. But, Coach, I got to do it because I don't think a lot of people really know about ONU and what you guys have cooking up there in Ohio and Ada. Give us that 60-second pitch. Talk to these young ladies. Talk to these parents and tell them why they need to be sending y'all an email tomorrow with some film and right. uh, joining in in Polar Bear Nation. All right, this full time out. So Polar Bear Nation, ONU, high academics, competitive basketball. And if you want a coaching staff that cares about you as a person, more than just a student athlete, it's us. Um, Coach Mark is doing daily check-ins. He cares about his players more than just as athletes. They're people to us first. Um, but you have the high academics, pharmacy, engineering, nursing, all your arts and sciences, top notch, and then competitive basketball. We went 25 and five, regular season champs, conference champs, NCAA Sweet 16 appearance. Um, we've we've done it all. Um, we're we're chasing that national championship trophy. But at the end of the day, it's all about empowering young women and making sure that we're preparing you for your career when you graduate. Ooh, coach got her a boss today. I'm coach, slow, B hey, Jones. Hey, I'm, I'm slow. Well, you can go on commit. Uh, you commit. You you commit. You commit. No, in you because you know what, B. Jones. I'm a commit, man. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and commit. Where's my hat? I don't have a hat, but check us out another episode. All right, I want to commit it, but my shoes ain't welcome on campus. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> coach, you have any shout outs you want to give? Yeah, just shout out to my family for always being supportive and raising me to be the daughter that they've raised me to be. I just continue to be a good person. Shout out to our players. Um, I wish I could list all your names, but our, our team, they bring so much joy into my life. They've made me a better coach, a better person. So shout out to our team and all our players. And then shout out to Mark Hulsman, my boss. I call him Boss Man. I don't know if he likes a nickname or not, but just a good dude, a good person to work for. And he's doing it the right way. So shout out to all of them and then shout out to you guys for allowing me to have this opportunity you guys are awesome keep doing what you're doing um and shout out to polar bear nation one of the best uh, fan support systems and community there is hey and beautiful campus too kevin i looked up the pictures that campus that campus hidden yeah when we go you can wear those shoes all right all right so this is the part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next tell them hey i got a chance to rock with b jones and kt i told them my story i want you to do the same thing with that said coach who are you calling out who should have next? I think Coach Pickens from the head coach at Ashland University. Um, All I'm right. Out next. They just won a national championship for Division Two. She's doing it the right way. Uh, she's solid. I know we haven't really talked, but being able to see what she's done with her team, I'm calling her out next. All right, Coach Pickens, you are officially on the clock. Cass just punched your ticket. So we're going to be reaching out to you so we can get you to come on the, store, the show and tell us your incredible story. But, hey. Sports Life Talk Nation, we've been blessed today. Cassie Lestifka, did I say it right? Oh, you nailed it. Cassie Lestifka, you got next. Coach, hey, I love your energy. It's like you a sister already, sister from another mister. Can't wait to come hang out with you. You're so bright. You're so sharp. You, you're a fireball. I'm telling you, Kim Mulkey better get on it right now. I just, I just showed you the blueprint, Coach. Get her down there. Hey, hey Cassie. For real, you are extraordinary and you are elite. You deserve a yeet. All right, y'all. We did it. One more game. Coach, show me that hoodie. 
Show me that that uh I ain't no, uh, the chain. I ain't, yeah. ain't fire. I ain't no D3 had that kind of drip, KT. I ain't no D3 had that kind of drip. I'm kind of matching it up already with my sneakers. You know what I'm saying? So uh so go you might have to put us on with some of that some of that gear. But uh, y'all, y'all keep rocking with us, all right? 2023. We told y'all it's been a blessing. Stop playing with us, start praying with us. Let's keep this thing and take it to the mountaintops. Why? Because these people deserve it. These guests deserve it. These young rising stars deserve it. Athletes and coaches are working hard every day and you are the difference that's right by you sharing this show you never know who can hear it and who can whose life can be changed just by what this story she just shared with us so please please share the show hey listen and we giving it back to you we got content every day we drop probably four or five new shows a week uh we we, we uh, go to ask sports life talk on any of your social media platforms tap in with us lock in with us let us know you're there we very approachable guys i promise you you're not gonna get blocked we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna wrap back with you we're gonna talk to you how you doing what's going on with you if you got any questions let us know because we, we we're very accessible type guy we play cousins for real we you play cousins and um if you want to come on the show and you want to tell your story we even make that accessible Go to our website, sltugotnext.com. Now, listen, everybody's not going to get on, but if you got a story and it's worthy, we are going to give you that opportunity. So, listen, go to the website, tell us who you are, tell us why you got next, and we are going to reach out and connect with you. And, Kevin, I don't know, man. Let's get up out of here. Let's get up out of here, man. We went a little bit long today, so. But it was worth it, man. Look at the guests that we had on. She told an amazing story. She the bomb.com. Yeah. And that's the closest I'm ever going to get to skydiving. KT, so say, she, didn't, she couldn't convince <laughs> us to do that. That's one thing she's not going to do. But coach, whatever you need from us, please let us know and we got your back. Thank you. I appreciate both of you. Hey, we appreciate you, coach. We'll be seeing you soon. But Sports Life Talk Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe. Be blessed. Respect each other and love one another because together we are better. And listen, keep dreaming big because you never know your story may be the next one featured on sports life talks you got next yeet see what's crazy is i knew you had next because you always working you always grinding you're in your bag because you're always working like in due time i just i knew you got next you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk got the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom, you are what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, it's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Sports life talking this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sports life talking this.